أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الذين يتبعون الرسول النبي الأمي الذي يجدونه مكتوبا عندهم في التوراة والإنجيل يأمرهم بالمعروف وينهاهم عن المنكر صدق الله العظيم الحمد لله وذا فضل الله سبحانه وتعالى today we completed the ninth para the ninth juz of the Quran Majid and we recited today from Surah Al-Araf and thereafter we began with Surah Al-Anfal. Surah Al-Anfal, as you know, has the first sajda in the ninth para, in the last quarter, the first sajda that was recited in Tarawih for this year. I'll just concentrate on one ayah that was recited. Allah SWT mentions that those that follow the unlettered Nabi will find mention of him being recorded in the Torah and in the Injil. Now firstly, Allah Ta'ala addresses Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as the unlettered Nabi. Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa as we know, was not taught how to read and write by any human being. But Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was divinely taught by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now by referring to Nabi Akram sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as unlettered, it is not any, na'uzu billah, any sort of defect, but rather it is an indication of the miracle of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa That despite not learning this by any man, Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa was able to give us information from before Adam alayhi salam, from the, from the time of the creation of the heavens and the earth, right till information that is going to take place, Qiyamat and beyond. Information about Jannat, Jahannam, information about the creation of man, and we can go on on, on and on about the information that is in the Quran and Majid about the previous prophets. The, the kuffar used to come and listen, and they were very, very curious to know incidents of the previous prophets. They did not know what took place, so they used to come and sit secretly to listen what Rasulullah used to say. Thereafter, Allah mentions that the coming of Rasulullah was also mentioned in the Torah and the Injil, that they were well aware that a Nabi is going to come. And they had the information of Rasulullah sallallahu mentioned. But, as Allah Ta'ala mentions, that That they knew of the coming of Rasulullah sallallahu they had the entire description of Rasulullah sallallahu mentioned in the Torah and the Injil. Prior to Nabi Akram sallallahu making hijrah to Madinah Munawwara, there were many Jews living there, many Yahud living there. And before Nabi Sassam came, they had resolved that when Nabi Akram will come, they will accept Islam and bring Iman in Rasulullah But when they saw Rasulullah and they saw the clear signs that this is a true prophet, they disbelieved and Allah Ta'ala mentions that may the curse of Allah Ta'ala be upon those who disbelieve. One incident was regarding a Jew, a scholar, he came to Rasulullah and he had lent Rasulullah some money and before the appointed time he came and began demanding the money from Rasulullah So Nabi Akram showed him the best akhlaq and he stayed the entire day. Nabi Akram did not have the money to pay him back. So he began sort of putting pressure on Rasulullah and demanding his right, his due, even though it was not due as yet. The Sahaba had sensed what was happening and in between the Salah time, from the time of Zohar till the evening, Sahaba tried to make him leave. Nabi Akram sensed 
what the Sahaba were doing. So Nabi Akram stopped them and told them that leave him. We cannot harm someone whom we are in a pact with. And thereafter, after the day had passed, this person comes to Rasulullah and he presents himself and he says that I was just testing you. It was written in our holy books that a prophet is going to come and he is going to be from Makkatul Mukarramah. He is going to make hijrah to Medina Munawwara. He is not going to be harsh. He is going to be very tolerant, very patient. He is not going to scream in the marketplace. And thereafter he mentioned all the qualities of Rasulullah that were mentioned in the Torah and thereafter he accepted Islam. Another incident that is recorded was regarding Hazrat Salman Farsi radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Hazrat Salman Farsi was a Persian and he came from a family of fire worshippers, Majusis, fire worshippers. His father was the priest of the temple. His father had a lot of love for him. He was a very obedient son. So his father had given him the duty to tend to the fire in their temple. So this was his duty and he used to continue with this. His father was very, very fond of him. One day his father needed some work to be done out of the temple. So his father inst- gave him, uh, asked him to go and do carry out this work. But his father also gave him some instructions. He said that do not delay in your return for my heart will grieve at your separation. Allah had planned it such that when Salman Farsi left, to carry out this work of his father's. On his way back, he, there was a church where the Christians were doing some acts of worship. So he went inside, he began inquiring further regarding them. Perhaps they were worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in their own way. So he inquired more about it and he felt that this was closer towards the truth. So when he took very long to come back home, when he came back late in the evening, his father inquired from him that why did you take so long? So he told his father that this is what occurred. So his father became very upset. And he began arguing with his father. That no, what we are doing is wrong. This fire worshipping is wrong. This, what these people are doing is more closer towards the truth. So his father became very worried that he must be led towards that religion. So he shackled him. He tied him up. So he sent a message to those people that I want to come and worship with you all. And my father has tied me up. So they assisted him and freed him and he fled from home thereafter. And he was directed towards another place of worship in Syria. So he spent many many years in the company of this high priest and he came to know the good of this priest but he also came to know the evil and the bad habits of this priest. So it so happened many many years later this priest died. The people were grieving regarding his death. So he told them that this was a good priest he used to command you all with good, but he had one very bad habit also. Whenever he asked you all for money, he should ask you all to donate to charity. He should not distribute the charity, he should keep it for himself. And he directed him to the cellar of the church where there was a lot of wealth reserved. So the people became so upset with this that instead of burying him in a dignified way, they stoned him. They stoned his corpse and buried it under the rubble. So thereafter, the Salman Farsi continued searching for the truth. And it is recorded that he went to ten different places. He went to ten different sort of priests where he could learn and search for the truth. And eventually one priest was almost on his deathbed. And he told him that I'm going to pass away. But go and 
wait for the Nabi of the final time, Nabi Akhir is Zaman. And he gave him some description. He said that this Nabi will be from Makkah, he will reside in an area, and he gave him description of Madinah Manawara, it will be a mountainous area, with a lot of date palms, and a very very lush area. And this Nabi will accept gift, but he will not accept charity. So he gave him these few descriptions, that was mentioned in their scriptures. So taking these descriptions from the previous scriptures, Hazrat Salman Farsi radiallahu anhu undertakes a journey towards Madina Munawwara. But on the way, Allah Ta'ala had planned it such that those that were assisting him in going towards Madina, they betrayed him, they took him as captive, and whatever positions he had, they stole it from him. When he was brought, but Allah Ta'ala had planned it such that he was still brought to Madina Munawwara. And he was purchased by a Jew who took him as his slave, and he was working for this Jew for a few years. And he mentions, Hazrat Salman Farsi mentions the incident himself. He said that one day I climbed up a tree, a date palm. And I was busy doing work for my master when my master's friend had come to him. And he told him that may the Yahud be destroyed. The final Nabi has now come to Medina. So Hazrat Salman Farsi said that when I heard this, I became so shocked that I almost fell off the tree. So I came down and I went to them to ask them that what, what were you talking about? So they became very upset with me. My master gave me one slap across my face and he told me that not, not to worry about what is taking place but rather continue with your work. Hazrat Salman Farsi mentions that I was very very eager in going to meet the Nabi that they were talking about. So I took some dates after I finished my work. Nabi Akrim Sassam was still in Quba at that time and I went and presented it in front of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Nabi Yashad asked me what is this? So I told him that this is sadaqah, this is charity. Immediately Nabi Yashad took it, gave it to the Sahaba and said that you all can eat from this with the Nabi, I do not consume charity. Hazrat Salman Farsi became very happy, one sign became clear. He says that I had to continue working and another day when opportunity came, I took some dates again. This time Nabi Yashad was already in Madinah Munawwara, I went and presented it in front of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam asked, what is this? I said, this is a gift for you. Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam ate from it and gave the other Sahaba to eat also. I became very pleased. Now only one sign remained. I wish to see the Khatmi Nubuwad, the seal of prophethood on the back of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So once an opportunity arise, Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was in the area of Baqi and I tried to go behind Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and look at the Mubarak seal of Prophet on the back of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam immediately sensed what I wanted to see so Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam lifted up the Mubarak garment and granted me the opportunity to see the Mubarak seal I kissed it and there and there I accepted Islam so after he accepted Islam he mentioned his entire incident to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam called the Sahaba and made them also listen to this incident now he was a slave and he wished to spend time in the companionship of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So he told Nabi sallallahu alaihi that I would love to come and spend time. Nabi sallallahu told him that why don't you go and ask your master to buy off your freedom. This was a sort of a, uh, a way that could be done if a person was a slave, then he could go to his master and request aqda kitabat, wherein he could buy off his freedom. He'll do certain work, certain chores, and he'll pay it off, or somebody will buy it off on his behalf. So his master set a very very high price for his freedom. 40 yukiyas of gold. A lot of gold that was. And he had to plant 300 date palms. 
And not only that, these 300 date palms were to bear fruit. And only once these fruit were, were bearing from these trees, was he allowed to be freed. So he came in front of Rasulullah very, very sad. He mentioned that my father, my master has mentioned this price. So Nabi Akram told him not to grieve. Nabi Akram instructed the Sahaba, told him, assist your companion, go and dig 300 holes. After they had dug the 300 holes, as a Salman Farsi prepared these 300 for the date palms. And Nabi Akram with his own Mubarak hands, each hole Nabi Akram planted the seeds for the palms. And with the miracle, with the mu'jizah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa what normally takes many years, in that very, very same year, those plantations grew and began bearing fruit. This was the miracle of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Thereafter he told Rasulullah sallallahu the matter about the gold, 40 ukiyas, very high sum. Nabi Kassam told him, don't grieve about it. A short while had passed, and someone had sent a gift for Rasulullah sallallahu a piece of gold the size of an egg. Nabi Akram inquired, where is that slave that required his freedom? So as a Salman Farsi came, Nabi Akram gave him this, and he went, and with the miracle of Rasulullah it was the exact amount that was required. So, with the assistance of Rasulullah as a Salman Farsi was able to buy off his freedom. And thereafter he spent his entire life in the company of Rasulullah and we find that he was unable to fight in the battle of Badr and Uhud. The next battle that took place was the battle of the trench, which will, inshallah, if Allah gives us long life and good health, we will discuss in the 21st para, the battle of the trench. Hazrat Salman Farsi was instrumental in the victory of the battle of trench. So friends and elders, this is what we learned regarding Rasulullah and the mention of Rasulullah in the previous scriptures and the kuffar of Medina, the Yahud of Medina, they knew about it, but it was only their pride and their arrogance that prevented them from following Rasulullah وسلم. We make dua to Allah Ta'ala, may Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq of realizing the greatness of being from the Ummah of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and following Nabi Akram Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in every step of our way. Wa akhiru dawana alhamdulillahi rabbil alam.